introducing Safi Whip Natural Body Butter. Handmade with organic shea butter and other natural carrier oils. Available in original, lemon and baby powder flavors. Helps maintain moisture to skin while keeping it soft and hydrated. Handmade and whipped to perfection. A brand you can trust while supporting black-owned businesses. We are taking orders. Please inbox us on Facebook and Instagram or check out our eBay shop Keeping It Real Cosmetics. See our feedback from previous customers. Thanks for your support. Please like, comment and share. Good evening my people, manners and respect plus enough tax. What a day, what a day, what a day. I'm not going to lie, it's been an eventful afternoon still. <laughs> I hope everybody's in good spirit. Definitely hope everyone's in good spirit. What a blessed Sunday, man. Big up Paula over in the Manchester region. Manners and respect, big up the full family. 5-0, big up yourself, my big brother. Jones, big up yourself, Joni, big up yourself, manners and respect. Um, Marcel, beer love to Marcel, big up yourself every time, check in. Maddox Angel Pie, check in, manners and respect, plus enough tax. Big up everyone over on the YouTube. Big up to everyone over on the Facebook. Also, today we got our special guest, Ben Ruben, my brother. He's been here before. We've, had, we've chopped it up before. We've had some deep reasonings. Um, and you can see that there's so much stuff happening right now that it's, it's that time that we need to have that conversation again, that reasoning again, you get me? Up-to-date reasoning. Tandy, ten, Tendai, big up yourself, manners and respect, and good evening. Just to um, touch base on some of the stuff that I've been seeing, social media's gone wild. It's nuts. The world's upside down. Um, there's a lot to reason about, you get me? So I hope we can all interact today and reason about some of the stuff. Them Definitely the the... the the reason why I labelled the topic, the, the, the caption, the topic, what I did, is because too many times I look on social media and I see a lot of people that have, they, they claim to be influencers of some sort. I'm not sure really, but I see a lot of people dying for some in attention, like social media attention. People are killing up themselves for some social media attention. And what I realise is that it doesn't matter who gets hurt. It doesn't matter who they hurt. They care zero about that bit. All they care about is getting likes, like a hundred likes or a few hundred likes, a few comments, and for their friends to share it around. Nobody cares and nobody looks at how much people they harm along the way when they're doing what they're doing. So, hence the reason why I say the same way that the, the, the journalists go about seeking their stories is the same way that some of us on social media are doing the same thing. But why? And to, to what, what, what do you gain from that? Because you're only messing up people's lives, really. But who cares as long as you get a few likes, right? 100 likes and few more comments and few more subscribers than everybody's up in it. You don't know the choppings already. I see the, I see the thing. Get the endorphin rush. You get me, bro? That's what people are chasing that. That is exactly like, 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 ah, they're reacting to it. That's exactly where it is, my brother. And, um, yeah, man, it's crazy in the world. What do you think of the world we're living in today, my bro? 
the world we're living in today is um, it's, it's, it's pretty crazy, actually. Yeah. Um, treacherous. It's treacherous. Definitely. It's a treacherous environment, treacherous media environment. You talked about social media a lot there. Good evening, everyone, by the way. Nice Always to be here. Pleasure. Thank you for the invitation. Always a pleasure. It's good bro. to be back. Come on. Lots to talk about. And uh, there, you're right. It's treacherous. It's a treacherous environment. And. Um, social media which is a relatively new thing right i think a lot of people forget that right like there's we've not really had this paradigm of human interaction like um, this sort of additional layer of technology running over the top of everything that's right and um and the, the algorithms that, that chase hype like they want the things that are excitable and they get like that, that provoke a reaction that's right in you um, and, um, you know, and that basically means that um, it, 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 not as much as it used to, like they put a lot of controls around it now, actually. So there's a lot of stuff that they can do to algorithmically suppress things as well. Right? And right. They're, they're doing that a lot. Um, but certain things they definitely let cut through. And um, they're always the most like divisive things, basically. You know, like they're the ones that they, they, they get people in, in their, in in their em emotional, in their, yeah, in their feelings. And particularly in the fear, that's what, we're, that's what really, um, where they fair, really go fair, for fair with, with people, right? Like, because it, it, um, it uh, well, it makes us easier to control, actually. I mean, ultimately, that's what a lot of that is about, you know? They, they drive the fear into you. Yeah. And then they throw a little carrot, dangle a little carrot of control. They know the minute you go for that carrot, it's control. Yeah. Yeah, well, they do. Yeah, they do. Um, what was it? It was a story about Stalin. Mm. And basically, um, I'm going to get it really wrong, but it's just come to me. So <laughs> I'm going I'm I'm to tell it as best as I can. And basically, so, someone asked Stalin, and Stalin was like the, the, the leader of Russia. Yeah. Um, in the about 25 years I think I think it's from like the late 20s until like the, the, just after the Second World War I think something like that anyway um, and anyway he was like a notoriously like harsh dictator and, and someone asked him like how do you how do you get people to like carry on doing what you want what do you want when, them to do? when, when you've been so brutal to them yeah. and he basically like he picked up a chicken so I guess they're outside somewhere. He picked up a chicken and just like started ripping feathers out of the chicken and basically like plucked it alive and then just chucked it on the floor and it was all like disorientated and bleeding and like didn't like, it, it, you know, he just like brutalized this bird. And then he like starts throwing pieces of corn on the floor and the chicken basically just turns around and he starts going along and like pecking and yeah. eating the corn that he's put out for it. And, it, and, then, and then Stalin's like putting corn down and the chicken's just following him around. So he's basically just like almost killed it. But because he's given it a little bit of something to eat, it will just carry on following just, on. Just, you just know? a little bit longer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like delay the inevitable. Or like, what's he going to do next? You don't know. But like, there's a little bit of a tease in there just to make you think that it's not all bad. And that's, that, that's basically, I mean, that's a lot of what they were doing around... Um, lockdowns and all of that right yeah. it's like oh we're gonna be it's gonna be super harsh but we'll let you have a little bit less than yeah. what it could have possibly been yeah. and that means yeah. that somehow you've benefited from the awful stuff that we're doing to you that's right you know um and uh yeah Crazy. that's what we're living under basically i mean it's it, it, it's that kind of you know you can't you can't necessarily point to like an individual like a stalin type individual who's like the the sort of uber dictator of 
of the yeah. country because I don't think it's necessarily like um, uh, Rishi Sunak's responsible for all the bad stuff or mm. even like Boris Johnson who was there f- through a lot of the lockdown I don't think it's them individually I think it's the system that they're part of ultimately they ain't got a choice I think they're just no. puppets of a bigger master yeah definitely yeah I mean they basically um, the way I think about it is the, it's like a franchise model you know like McDonald's and KFC like you go anywhere in the world it's the same because they but it's not all they're not all owned and operated by McDonald's they just license out That's the intellectual right. property and That's then right. like you know if you're in Bangkok so, and you're an entrepreneurial person you can take that on as a business opportunity True. you know and they can, people earn a lot of money doing that right um, but, but it, it's, it's it's similar um, it's similar in government right so you, you've got these international bodies like the World Economic Forum um, or the Council on Foreign Relations or you know a whole a bunch of these different think tank type um, organisations that are sort of behind the scenes on a lot of things yeah. they define the policies and um, that's really important particularly when you get into stuff like technologies like when you get these shared platforms which have all got the same capability and they all an- and capture and analyse data in the same way that's a really important part of it and they establish how they want to do that at a top level and then that just gets disseminated out into all of the governments basically at the same time yeah. they use certain places so like I was talking I've been doing a bit of broadcasting this week actually and one of the things I was talking about on Friday I do UK Column have done for the past two weeks UK Column News so big shout to UK Column we got new UK Column man. yeah Manners and respect. Brian, Stephanie, Steve um, Debbie um, Josie uh, David everyone there like yeah yeah big I've been blessed to, to be doing that for the past couple of weeks and one of the things that we were talking about um, was oh my god I can completely lose the thread of what I was saying now. oh yeah yeah the standardisation of, um, of data um, and, and, and basically how that then that then gets disseminated down into um, uh, the, 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 the sort of um, the countries but then also below that now you're starting to see so like um, Sadiq Khan for example he's got a very prominent position in like the UN type system, like the global okay. system, and basically they're talking about London, and then the UK more broadly is basically being like an exemplar, like the, a leading example of how all of the new global uh, governance platforms are going to be implemented. Okay. So like a lot of the stuff that they're doing here, they're then going to roll out they're elsewhere. Roll out elsewhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm saying, my people, enough things been ever annoying, or that's why you have to rub shoulders with the like-minded brothers them, and get information. I, who does he rise above life? Big up yourself, manners and respect. So that story is a very is a very powerful analogy. Big up yourself, man, manners and respect. Mr. Shake, big up yourself, my family, manners and enough respect, and big up everyone over on the, the Facebook. Luke, my bro, you know the choppings. Yeah, no jokes, bruv. That. Rough. There's so much. There's so much to get into today. I'm Global like, corporate, mate. Yeah, That's what they're doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There's all it to touch on today, is me When it comes to these people, um, noise pollution. Big up yourself, my bro. God, Davina Paul, my sister. Be a love, manners and respect. Welcome and good evening. But, but the the other thing you were talking about is um. So when you were just opening up there, and you were talking about people sharing information online, but then. What, we, what have you been seeing that it's then turned out that it's not been real or not been validated properly or the way it's been described is incorrect? Like, what have you the, seen? The whole shebang. Yeah. The whole shebang. All right, the different flavours of it. But not only just that, but you see, online accountability, sometimes we don't have that. 
Yeah. We do stuff without caring about that. Like if we get, like, we might get something wrong, we might get something right. We might even just do stuff not even thinking about the, 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 the backlash or who it affects while we do it. So once it comes to your attention that it's affected somebody, yeah, there needs to be accountability. <laughs> then we need to backtrack whatever we've done and correct that, bro. Yeah, I mean, it's very, if, if information is, it turns out to be false. Well, yeah. There you go. And then, so, what, so, but, so but, but then also, like, what is appropriate online, right? Like, that's the other thing that's, that's difficult um, with, with these social media platforms is that everyone's in there. And, like, there some go. things need to be said that maybe aren't for everyone, but there's not, like, a forum for that. Like, I don't know, maybe Twitter is these days. People are sort of self-selected off that because they True. see it as being, like, a bit more... Um, uh, a, a bit more like uh, what would you say like dangerous safe, maybe safe, safe place well, it's, it's, yeah, safe I mean, place it's, for them to do what they want create whatever they want on like Twitter Twitter any other platforms yeah look Twitter spaces all these bro people are doing the most they get brave on these platform things yeah because I'm not gonna I'm not right here to do something to you right now I can't even get I can't even do that to you yeah yeah so because I can't do that to you you are as brave as can be yeah Buffalo Bill over there saying everything that you know is gonna just get my blood boiling knowing that I can't get to you because the first thing I need to figure out is where's your location <laughs> well, I mean yeah I suppose people are using it like that I don't use it like that I've only been on a couple of spaces I did see that there was quite a lot of, there was some quite um, heated grime related spaces yeah. keep popping off over the past 12 months yeah. and uh, grime was always like that though there was always a, there was always grime beef Every that never ever stopped. No, exactly. Stopped. There's that no beef stopped. like grind beef. That ain't ever stopped, and that, up to this day, that ain't stopped. So I don't know. I don't know. But I know what you mean. What was it? Um, I can't remember who said this. Like, um, people have got used to um, shouting their mouth off and not getting punched in the face. These things have been a regular occurrence, and everyone's become so engrossed in that that we live like that now. What those sort of hypey moments like? It's always that online, everyone's got the most mouth, and, yeah. and and you will never see these people in real life. And some people, I don't know, man. It's the world is just a bit pick a mix. <laughs> it's quite pick a mix at the moment, wouldn't you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's de and, and it's, it's deliberately confusing as well, right? Because it's actually, you know, the way to understand the current situation is basically like a. It's a, it's a war, essentially, right? You've got these kind of narratives competing with each other on top of these um, digital communications platforms. That's right. And, um, you know, they're, they're sort of algorithmically... Driven. Driven and, 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 and being um, promoted and suppressed and it's all very sort of inter interconnected and organic and all of that is... All that technology is interfacing with humanity. Like, it, it, you know, there's like... There's so much at play there. And, and then you get, and there are a lot of bad actors involved in that as well, right? You know, like the idea that um, there aren't, well, basically every intelligence agency, every military um, operation, every government, um, all the big corporations, like they're all actively involved in uh, manipulating the conversation, and, and some in more nefarious ways than others, but there are definitely like British Army units, for example, the 77th Brigade whose job is to carry out psychological operations against the British people. 
And we know that. And there's like current serving um, 77th Brigade uh, officers in, in, the, in the current government. Like they're, they're, they're hand in glove with each other, basically. Well, I, I just believe they're all different pockets of the same trousers. Yeah, they are. No, they, yeah, 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 you're right. No, that's exactly what they are. All different pockets, same trousers. Five, oh, big up yourself. Uh, Window Warriors family, yeah, you know that. You know that. Uh, big up yourself, Alan Wilson. Big up yourself, my bro. In the words of Lion Mike Tyson, everybody has a plan till they get smacked in the mouth. Trust me, bro. Yeah, that is a quote. That's, that's facts. That's life. I can't go around that. That's facts. I don't know why, for some reason, my comment section is moving a bit booky, but we're going to get there, though. We're going to get there, but funny that you should say that for real, because... I wanted to touch on something. I'm sure, is it this one or that one? Let me figure it out real quick. I'll figure it out real quick. Um, I'll figure it out real quick. I wanted to play this this thing here. Cause I think everyone should be aware of what's going on, whether it's um, within the media or if we're just finding information wherever we find the information, I think we need to be sharing the information. So this is something that um, uh, I've, I was sent to me, to be fair, and I just think that, if, I hope it's not true, basically, you get me? But if it is true, this is crazy, and we better keep our eyes open and be on our P's and Q's, because like I said, I said it before on my Instagram, but I wasn't on my Facebook or YouTube when I, the day that I actually received the information, I said, this is crazy. There's a lot of people that has been drafted in with, with real genuine people that's got real issues why they need to be here. There's other people that have been drafted in at the same time as camouflaged as people that are, are in need. When in reality, these are people that are trained militant um, fighters. Yeah, that's been put on the ground to govern where we are so that when it's time to strike I, who remembers when I used to say that Westfield has all the Westfields in the UK have got a thousand body bags in them waiting for a disaster and we don't know what that disaster is and bear this in mind this is workers of West, Westfields that whistleblowed on that so this is not someone that's speculating on something this is stuff that we are aware of because our brothers and our sisters are keeping us in the loop you get me Sleeping army, Luke. You know the thing, innit? Because it's when when they get that when they get that that bird call, yeah, they move. They don't itch. So they're walking. Tell me what you think when, of this. When they get that when they get that that bird call, uh, yeah, they move. They don't itch. People of England, Ireland, Scotland, and Wales. First of all, I want to apologise because I feel I betrayed you. People of England, Ireland, Scotland, and Wales. This is going to be very hard for me to do, but it needs to be told. I'm not going to tell you my name, you can just call me the whistleblower, because this needs to be told. I'm not going to tell you my name, you can just call me the whistleblower. I own a small bread and breakfast slash hotel on the outskirts between London and Bristol. Exactly where, I won't say. I was commandeered by the office of 10 Downing Street to rehome refugee families which I agreed when the first lot 
Apologies, People please. Of Apologies. Ireland, Scotland, and Wales. First of all, I want to apologise because I feel I betrayed you. This is going to be very hard for me to do, but it needs to be told. I'm not going to tell you my name. You can just call me the whistleblower because this needs to be told. I own a small bread and breakfast slash hotel on the outskirts between London and Bristol. Exactly where, I won't say. I was commandeered by the office of 10 Downing Street to rehome refugee families, which I agreed. When the first lot of refugees came, there was not one woman, there was not one child. The people that turned up were men from the age of 19 to 30, I would say. I have enough room for about 250 residents. I currently house 150 immigrants. Yes, I did receive quite a large sum of money for doing so. On doing so, the government told me that I had to fire all my staff and they will supply their own and also that they will supply security guards for the bread and breakfast. Well, about two weeks ago, I received a phone call to say that a large parcel will be arriving sometime this evening. After waiting a while, the parcel didn't come, so I retreated to go to bed. Around about 2.30 in the morning, I received another phone call to say that the parcel has arrived and can I open up the rear servant entrance at the back of the B&B, which I went down and met some army personnel, which kind of surprised me very, very much. Then the person in charge, I don't know who he was, colonel or whatnot, asked me to show him to a secure room within the B&B, which I did. On doing so, they loaded in roughly between 60 and 70 really big crates. I asked what was in the crates. I asked what was in the crates and I was told that I was not permitted to know. He then handed me a smaller parcel and told me that I will receive a phone call to give me further instructions on what to do and when to open this parcel which is very strange so I've had this parcel now for about a week in my office and I started talking to a friend of mine and he said well do you know what you don't know what's inside those parcels it could be anything it's your property, whatever's inside your property, you ain't the right to open, and I should have a look what it was. And I was debating about it for a little while, and I thought, you know what, you are kind of right. 
if it's in my property, I want to know what it is. So I opened the small parcel up, and inside was a letter with a list of names and numbers written next to the name. On realising that each name on the letter was one of the refugees. And then there was a smaller box inside the, the parcel. I opened that and there was a series of keys with numbers on them. So I went down to the secure lock where these crates were and noticed that each crate had a number on it and each key had a number on it. So I took two keys for two of the crates and I opened up the crates. Crate one. There was a load of AK-47 machine guns. Crate two were a number of hanging aids. Now, when I say this, I'm saying this as you could start a new war off with what I was looking at. There was enough ammunition inside one of the crates to easy wipe out my little village. Boom, gone, easy. Now I'm a bit stuck because I don't want these refugees here anymore. But I'm contracted to house them for a period of time. I don't know if I can give the government their money back and tell them to sweet off or not. I don't know. All I do know is in good faith, I cannot, I cannot allow these men to have these crates. I am going to move them away from my property to a secure garage that I have not too far because I'm not going to be responsible for allowing our government to kill us, the innocent people because it's obvious to me now that this is their plan Yeah, peeps. I can't. I can't say. I can't say that this is true or lie or speculations or. I don't know. All I know is the information that has come to me. And yeah, we got we got to be aware of. Shit. Well, I know. Number one is that the government. They move very sophisticated, exactly like that. They move exactly like that. So I wouldn't put nothing past our government, so to speak, because they've done a lot in the past that shows me that I can't put anything past them in general. Any government, so to speak. You get me? Not just our own. Every government. I've been... How long have you heard me say this? And now is the time more than ever that people need to wake up to what I've been saying the whole time. Unity is needed from all of us and the war isn't with my brothers the war is against the government the government's against us and the minute that we all wake up to that real fact and that there's a real elephant in the room and we need to address that elephant rather than being addre addressing ourselves in each other like catching up with each other every five minutes for what 
I don't know what. Um, yeah, that's the first time I've heard that. That he's um. Well, I don't think he's certainly unverified, and it says on the on the, on the the image there that yeah. you know. That we hope it's not, hope it's not it, true. Yeah, we hope it's not true. It, it, but the thing is, is that it actually kind of rings true. Like it's believable, I guess, is what I would say. Definitely. Um, having listened to it, um, the accent checked out. I think for the area of the country, um, and sounded. Uh, she sounded sincere. It's difficult to say, but but it's certainly true that there are um, a lot of young men coming into the country who may well not have um, best intentions. Do you know what I mean? We don't know, and that's the problem, ultimately. Well, well, to be honest, I'm looking out for all of these little things because I know, look, with everything that's going on right now, is all a distraction for all of us. The minute we wake up, we'll be quicker and it'll be better off for all of us. Look, it's a big distraction. The war that's going on is a distraction. Which one? All of them. Everything, <laughs> yeah. that, everything that's going on Two right now. Two big ones now. Everything that's going on right now has been a distraction. Yeah. All of the governments have sat down around a table in a GM summit. They've had their meetings. They've spoken about what, they're gonna, uh, uh, what their plans are for the f- next five years, next 10 years. They know what they're doing because... Just like barristers, CPS, you know, CPS that work for the, for the, for the courts to get you convicted and get you in, in, in custody. The same way that the, the, the CPS and the, the, the barristers and the solicitors are all friends. They all sit down and have meals and lunch and laugh and joke. And do you understand? It's the same way that all of these governments that claim that they're in war with each other, they sit down and eat caviar and drink champagne and laugh and joke. We are the commodity that is on the ground that, that, that they call um, collateral damage that they don't care about because we're just numbers to them uh, and, and bonds that they can sell off. And when they can't sell our bonds, our information, our data, then they just get rid of us. And a lot of them think there's just too many of us. Come on, bro. Like far, to far, far, far too many of us, actually. So I was, looking at, um, I was looking at a website about the UN Global Goals, like the Sustainable Development Goals, SDGs. You know, they've got 17 right. of them, yeah? That's right. So there's, there's a site that's about the goals. And there's a woman on there. I can't remember her name. But basically, I've seen her giving a, a talk at the World Economic Forum before. Yeah. She's like an old... Um, like a female David Attenborough type person, yeah. She's like a sort of um, like a old, old, old school British broadcaster. She's probably in her eighties now, even. Yeah, she's quite old. Um, and uh, I've seen her talking on the World Economic Forum and basically saying we need to reduce the population of the planet to like five hundred million. Well, and 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 she's like fronting up the UN plan. You know what they, I'm saying? Been, <laughs> it's they, like, they've been, they've been. This is the whole point. Yeah, they've, they've been. They've, they look. The biggest thing on the earth right now, what they've been trying to do, is get rid of us. Now, most of us is out here getting rid of ourselves, so we're not seeing the bigger picture because we're killing off ourselves, not knowing that they're already targeting us and killing us left, right, and center. When I say our governments are starting wars in different countries and laughing at them and posting them on social... They're no different to the, the people that see something happen to somebody and go and post it on social media. Like, if people are dying in a country, it's not for, for our government and our media outlets 
to be taking up these horrible footages, posting it up on the media outlets, taking a side with the war, right? Listen, young men get stabbed and killed every day in our London streets. We don't ever see any of that kind of footage because they know that it's a red flag, right? But why is it okay for them to uh, like show that footage of someone else in someone, some, some other country going through hardship or bombs going off and you know someone's lost their leg or amputated, some stuff's happened, but you, you, you're happy to show that. Why? Well, because they're, yeah, they're trying to get a reaction. I think a lot of it, like basically I've, I've, I've had to apply, I've been doing this for a while, but I've had to really think about it for the past two weeks because of what's going on in Israel and Palestine, right? Because the first two days of that, I was just looking at it going, nah, it's it does and like the way that this is just shaping out and um, the way that, and, and then very quickly, so you have to apply like a 24 hour to 48 hour rule. That's right. I'm just going to watch what happens with this before reacting to it mm. and just step back and look at everything else that's going on before diving in on this bit of information because it doesn't look right to me. And there was actually, this is the thing, like the national governments are some of the worst. So it was actually, I think it might have been the, the official Israel Twitter account or X, whatever he's called it now. And um, they were talking about this story of like beheading babies and like like 40 babies or something like that. And it was like, this has happened, this has happened. Ben Shapiro shared it. Like a whole bunch of very high profile people were pushing this thing. And then within 24 hours, pretty much, it was, it was like, okay, we haven't got any evidence to support what you're saying. And they had to backtrack on it. It's like, what, why are you behaving like that? Like, it well, doesn't make any sense. Cause like you, you, you that, to me, that's just like a blunder on their part. Cause it, it's so easy to, 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 to disprove what they're saying so quickly because of the internet now, right? Like we can just get in and around things and like information that they, they can't, they, they can't control it. You can't slow down what's happening right now. None of them can. They no. Wish, they wish they could, but they can't. But yeah. you see this, this, this is why you see supporting any side of any war is not what I'm here to do. I'm here to bring peace to my people and bring unity to my people because it, how can I say that I stand with a group of people that joy that that can celebrate harming babies and children. I weren't even gonna play this, but I think it's it's only right to play this to show why I won't even be a part of any of it. And actually, I'm not even gonna play it because in our minds we must can imagine what it's like to see atrocities happen and people on the other side joy rating about it like they've done something great. And our government is standing beside that, like we, and they want us to wave flags of all of that, and we're humanitarians that mean we care for humans mm. it doesn't matter it doesn't matter bro yeah it's no on way. it's on all sides of it actually i mean the, so the yeah p people celebrating the deaths of the, the the children of their enemies it's like oh wow okay this is th that escalated quickly and um we're, we're, we're people shouting for peace the ones getting shouted down which was the same with the with the, the last war as well. I mean, it's always the same with wars, right? They they, 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 they manufacture the outcome that they want, and they they use the media as they do to to, to, to do it for them. And um, you know, like the behavioural insights team and the nudge unit and the people in number ten Downing Street, whose job it is to to direct your thinking. No, on, do you know what? I, I think Ben. I think I do have to play this clip, you know, because my my. 
Godcast has no censor when it comes to talking the truth and shaming the devil, right? We have to stand up for, for, for human rights and I think everyone has a right to live and I feel like the government have sold out, I feel like on both sides of this war, the governments have sold out the people and they've taken backhanders from other governments, outside influence. And the, the reason why they've taken the money from the outside influencers is because the deal is to get rid of the people, to depopulate your own place. You see where it's gone from? From oil to, to, to steel to copper to now get rid of your people. And the government don't mind getting rid of numbers if there's numbers on the table. Yeah, um, yeah, they've been they've been quite explicit about it, right? This is the thing um, that's so fascinating is that all of the plans have basically been published, and um, it, you know we've we, we we've seen it up close, and people still don't want to engage with it, you know. Like Sad the, one. It, it, it is, it's, it's kind of an amazing and awful time to, to have lived through and be you, living through because you're, you're just seeing it roll out in front of you. And, and so, there's, you know, it, it, we can do a lot, but also in many ways we, there's, there's so much we can't do and can't intervene with and it's just already kind of locked in and it's like, wow, this is, this is real bad, you know. <laughs> do you see, again, going back to um, the last voice note that was played, right? Mm. That kind of coincides with what I believe is on its way anyway, because the governments are really pushing for civil war in this country. Yeah. And the civil unrest already from the backlash of, of you know, of what's just happened in Palestine, that, that shows where this is going, bro. Yeah, it shows that the country's tuned up quite a fever pitch. And um, I mean, obviously, like what's going on over there is appalling. And uh, we, I'm personally, and I'm sure Patrick is exactly the same. Uh, I just want the violence to end. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, like, these people don't deserve that. No. No. Yeah. Exa ex I don't exactly. think no one deserved. It. Remember, they can't defend themselves. Look how. Remember, Israel is the tenth biggest. Has the big, the tenth biggest army in the world, bro. Is it that? Is it that big, bro? They've got the tenth biggest army in the world, bro. Yeah. Gaza, Gaza's what? Gaza is a strip. Yeah, it's like a, it's like an open air prison, basically. It's, it's a, yeah, I mean, oh, it's, it's crazy. Man, it's absolutely crazy. Um, the, it's actually one of the things that I've, I, I try not to comment on too much on on Israel and that situation because I actually think it's impossible to really know what's going on on the ground there. That at all like there's there's so much wrapped into it and so many layers you, of disinformation that, that it's really difficult to talk about I, it i have seen some fake videos being made yeah i've seen some i've seen some fake yeah, videos yeah, yeah. being made yeah right of, of yeah. them telling the stunt people actually i've even seen videos being made of the newspaper the news reporters yeah where they're telling them to get down get down and make it look like and 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 the woman's face is on the ground and yeah. They're saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. More to the, more to the right, more to the right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying, hold on, is this what? This is um. 
Like they call it now. Yeah, that's. I mean, so there's. Well, it's it's, it's um it's propaganda, isn't it? Like that's basically what it is. They're they're, they're manufacturing a, a crisis, and 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 it doesn't even need to be a crisis. It needs to look like a crisis. Basically, like you know, 2020 and all that. Um, don't want to flag up your algorithms and and uh, get us get us turned off the air. But when no, I say I twenty know. and twenty and all that, you know what I'm talking about, Come right? On, like the, the the a lot of that, you know, the footage that was coming out of hospitals and all that kind of things. Like that was all made up, man. Now, they even had like literally, you can go on the BBC and like, people will pull a video off the BBC and it'd be like, no, that's that crisis actor, and they have like agencies for crisis actors, and it's like a paid thing that people do to to go and create footage to make it look like that something's real. happening so that they can help the government doing it x y and z i, I, I right. didn't believe even like in the big c <laughs> the big c times there was so much um there was so much people so posedly dropping at, at rapid numbers but i'm not sure if everyone was acknowledging like myself at the time that i wasn't seeing the same numbers or same volume of funerals to match the numbers of what they were saying were dropping, right? Well, there was no increase in death rate in 2020. Mm-hmm. But there was one, and there still it continues to be one in 2021, 2022, 2023. Death rate at the minute is, is between 15... No, between 10 and 20%. It fluctuates quite a lot, but it's definitely over on the five-year average. 10, 10 and 20% above normal. Wow. Yeah, which is a lot of people. And also the birth rate's gone down as well. So basically, the birth rate's gone down by about fifteen percent. So basically, it's we're in a, it's a demographic time bomb. Basically, it's a lot more people dying and a lot fewer people being born. So like, we at some point we have to start making a load of babies, peeps, to keep keep keep, keep civilization going. Basically, right. otherwise we'll all be yeah. Well, yeah. Well, the, the, what they're talking about now is like. Um, you know, Netanyahu was talking about this at the UN a couple of weeks ago. It's one of the things I was talking about on UK Column on Friday. Is is basically, um, you know, Benjamin Netanyahu's vision for the future, which is the same as all the other World Economic Forum yeah. type. It's the same thing Tony Blair has been talking about. It's the same thing Keir Starmer wants to do. It's like it's the same. It's, and Sunak, by the way, they will all play for the same team essentially. Um, but it's all about artificial intelligence and robotics and automation and and genetic engineering and mm-hmm. this sort of mm-hmm. sci-fi stuff well they, they think it's science you know sort of um they talk about it as if this is like an inevitable future and in that world it would be planet. like the, you know you will have robots taking care of elderly people and that's what's going to fix the the, the the demographic crisis it's like well i don't want to be taken care of by a robot you know why should why should why should we expect kids to be tutored by a computer terminal? Like, can we not live in a world where education is, you education. know, is, yeah, it's delivered person to person and it's like personal and, 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 um, they don't see it that way, bro. Huh? They don't see it that way. No, of course way. they don't see it that way. No. And, and, uh, for a whole bunch of reasons. Yeah. And a, lot, and a lot of it is to do with control. Like they basically want to have centralized control over um the thought patterns of all humanity that's that's basically what they're they've already built i'm not even going to say they're building it like they they, they've already um got artificial intelligence systems for um for education um which are being used by hundreds of thousands maybe like low figure millions of people in the private sector private schools and they want to roll that out to um to state education as well and that basically means you've got like a state 
sanctioned algorithm deciding what your kids can think. All of that. Like, that's like total nightmare scenario, right? You can't think of anything worse. Hold on, let me see what Dean... Dean just said something. Dean said in, in World War Two, Churchill said to the British people, we will get through this. The British people replied, you, you will get through this. Our houses got bombed. What about your house, Mr. Churchill? <laughs> oh, <that's funny>. <laughs> <laughs> the truth. <laughs> From that time there till now, as long as your house is blue, you'll be all right. Crazy. Yeah, right. I mean, there's a whole... God. So much of... See, this is the thing, right? You think fake news is bad. Imagine what fake history is like. You know what I mean? Like, it's difficult to work out. Let's not get me started because, you see, (laughs) the publishers, um, the the handlers, the people that are the registers, the registerers, the registerers of such authors' books, you know what I mean? Um, The things that are are patterned. Who is the person that's patterning? (laughs) <laughs> who is the person that's watching the guy that's patterning to know that he's not stealing something as well there's no look the watchman's there to watch but there's no one watching the watchman bro apart from the most high bro the most high yeah yeah but yeah that's the most high but I'm talking about like on the ground yeah on the this, ground on level the ground, yeah. Well, we, well, yeah we got it yeah yeah, this, yeah you get me yeah it's got you got yeah you need systems to um Self, self-correct and self, um, self-police and control and and sustain, Crazy. basically. Yeah, because because uh, things can get infiltrated real easily, and that's basically what's happened now. Like it's infiltration. We've we kind of been invaded, but not invaded. We've been infiltrated. Trust me, Nikki. Know the pattern. Can't go around us. Order out of chaos. Big up yourself, divine. So true. Yeah, order of chaos. That's exactly it. That is exactly right. Watchman say you can't watch man. You see, I was saying, Dean, you know, small-minded people. But you see, because I mean, I don't live, I don't live for the wise and all them little small-minded thing there. I laugh with it still, but sometimes it just gets serious and deal with the serious side of life, Bridget. Car, we're grown. Sometimes we can't be childish. You get me? They like to. What's this? Car, you see my fair. They feed, yeah, of course that's what they feed off. You know, I've got a heart thing that just is in the way of what you're saying as well, you know. Okay, fair energy, that is what they feed off. That's right. Big up yourself, divine. Bear love, you know the style already. Um, would I, I said I want you to play this quickly, one minute. I am going to play it because I don't support this. I think this is horrid that we got human beings that believe that this is okay, this is not okay by me. Let me just say. Hold up. Hold up, I maybe I don't even want to show that bit there. Let me just run it, run it from there, so. You see what I'm saying, peeps? That stuff to me is horrible. I don't ever want to see that ever again in life. 
you can't draw a rate about children, you know, going through, going through that. War, children should never get mixed up in war. Women and children should not get mixed up in war. I'm a firm believer of that. I don't know where this comes from. I don't care what groups, don't care where anyone comes from. That is not tolerated at all. At all, my people. So that's what we're on. Where are we going now? So there's a... There's a... I won't go down that road there. I won't go down that road there, Pachi. I can't go down that road there. I'm more sure that party at all. These people think they're smart. We need to stay on top of all of the information that's out there. Know what time it is. I'm going to run this one for you lot, my peeps. One second. Check this out and tell me what you think. The Iron Dome, developed by Israel. Anti-aircraft missiles have been in the spotlight these days. The success rate of intercepting a missile is 90%. While Hamas fires 5,000 rockets in a 20-minute frenzy, can the Iron Dome truly defend against such a relentless attack? An Iron Dome anti-air system consists of three key components. This is the combat command center. There's also the missile launch unit. The most critical part is this detection and tracking radar. The missile launch unit can hold up to 20 missiles, deploying it near a city is like putting a protective shield over the city. The combat command center is responsible for intercepting incoming orders. Attacks are only initiated when rockets enter a designated range. This small interceptor missile, surprisingly, can cover a range of 70 kilometers, even though it's only 2.8 meters tall and weighs only 90 kilograms. Now, pay close attention. Here's the key point. When multiple enemy missiles are fired at the target city, the Iron Dome defense system activates. First, the radar can detect threats within a 100-kilometer radius. Then it transmits the data to the combat command system, which sends instructions to the missile launch unit and tracks the trajectory of enemy missiles. Data is transmitted from the radar to the combat command center. Once a target is detected within the protected area, interceptor missiles are rapidly launched and locked onto the target. When they get close enough, the front warhead detonates. Inside, it contains shrapnel that detonates enemy bombs. It's important to note that a single Hamas rocket costs only $80, while intercepting it with an Iron Dome missile costs $50,000. That's a significant difference in interception costs. See what I'm saying, peeps? We have little tricks there pulling behind our back like we don't know what's going on. So they got all these little defense things. What for? What, what, what's, what's, what's all of that for? What you need that for? The Iron Dome? Yeah, what them need that for? Because the Palestinians are firing a lot of rockets at them. You say you missed that video? Huh? No, um, Tandy said she missed the video. So you might have to watch it back, you know. I can play it back a little more still. Um, it's a missile defence system, basically. Yeah, so they, they shoot him out of the sky. Horrible. Horrible. It's quite impressive, but then I've got I've got another I've, I've got a picture on here, which um, somewhere, which is basically showing that actually both of the um, both the missiles and the iron shield are, are paid for. Yeah, yeah, put it up, yeah. 
Okay, yeah, I'm already plugged in over there. Okay. Oh, look at this go, man. Yeah. Killing it tonight. Killing it tonight. No, so, yeah, that's sure. basically what it is. So, you've got the rockets on the right coming from Hamas. Yeah. And then you've got, that's what the Iron Dome looks like on the left. Like, it's not actually like a sort of dome up in the sky, like the firmament. It's, uh, it's a, um, it, it's like, uh, I don't know the exact technology, but they use something to shoot the rockets out of the sky. And that's how they protect themselves. But they're both paid for by the US taxpayer. Right. So, so then the people making all the money on this are the arms companies, uh, the banks funding it, and the politicians who um, get paid by lobbyists in places like Washington DC, and um, to a slightly lesser extent in in London. Hmm. Um, and it's it's a, it's a racket, as they say. War is a racket. Hmm. It's not a joke. No, it's not a joke. I couldn't imagine living in that. No, sir. That we just sit in you day to day. Whatever side of it you're on, you know, you're just surrounded by the threat of violence. I think it would be awful. I don't think no one would want to live in that. No. You know what I mean? I don't think anybody would like to live in that state of waking up to that, knowing that you're, so many people have just, your whole village has gone missing. And, you know, you don't want to wake up to them things. I think we have been fortunate in the UK to not have these atrocities happen to us in our lifetime. I'm yeah, honest. yeah. I'm being dead serious. Yeah, really, really. Like, I mean, we, we've, we've been very lucky for, um, well, I mean, a few hundred years now, actually. Like, we've not had a land invasion in this country. In, in I, I'm not a military historian, so I won't be able to tell you the exact date, but I'm going to say at least 200 years plus, yeah. I think, you know. Um, and, uh, like, we've, we've, so we, we have been very lucky in that regard, and I think people... Um, take it for granted actually <laughs> you know like particularly like given what we were talking about at the start of this whole the, of the show like um, the um, the increasingly confusing and fractious media environment coupled with uh, some quite destabilising incursions happening or well, potentially much more destabilising incursions happening with um, a lot of the, a lot of basically illegal mass immigration you know um that's and and uh it's 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 really weird watching it the discussion about it actually in in the media and the way the politicians talk about it particularly on the left because like the, the sort of left-wing people a lot of them their view is oh well we got to help them out and you know we've got to be nice people and bring these people in and and but they never really i don't think they think through like well where are we going to put them and and who exactly are they? Like, let's get real specific. Yeah, like you can't you can't just sort of generically wave through a bag of people. Anyone? We don't, we don't know who's murderers. We don't know who's right. Rapists. We don't know who does anything. We don't know who does. No, that. exactly. Yeah, and you got you got um, you know, a lot of them coming from countries that are war torn. Well, yeah, exactly. War -torn if you countries. coming from places like Afghanistan, for example, then it's very diff very very different culturally. Um, you know, to, to to put it mildly, and also have been in conflict for decades. But again, you know, who started half of this conflict? What's going on out there? Well, man? yeah, because when I when I go when it goes back to that, I sat down and I had to watch something the other day to get a uh, um, get some context into where this is all stemming from and why has it got to where we're we're at today, right? And I was astonished to see some of the the findings my friend to be fair i didn't know that 
the, the, the British had so, such a hand in what was going on. Do you see what I'm saying? Uh, in which bit? I mean, we've, 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 uh, we've, we've had a hand in uh, a lot of stuff. Or let's, let's, sorry, let me be more specific. Like the, the, the state okay. has, has had a hand in a lot of stuff. The state being very distinct from the British people. Because I don't think the British people want or actually benefit either in really any way from any most sense. of what the state's been doing for centuries now, right? Like the, the idea that... Um, actually, I'm glad that you actually point like that as well. It's important to... to yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Land the plane and, let, and allow people to really understand what it is that's being said rather than be any cross, cross wires or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. Because um, it's always the government that's setting these things. It's always the state setting it. It's not the people. The people don't stand by half of the stuff that's being thrown out there. There's a handful, yes. There will always be a handful that wholeheartedly runs with whatever the government says. But the people on the ground really feel and know something's wrong. They really feel and know that they don't get heard. They really feel and know that nothing can get in any better. Yeah, I, I think that's that's definitely true. Um, and, um. And, 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 and slowly and surely, I think that they're beginning to understand that that's actually deliberate. So we, we're in a sort of state of, of managed decline. Like everything's just getting worse and worse and worse. And like I see, I feel like it's part of like demoralizing us, you know. Like, oh, everything, you know everything was better before. Claire just said that poor man. He was so glad his his eight year old daughter was killed and not taken hostage. That's so messed up. Yeah, that's. Like, I didn't even hear that. That is crazy, even to fathom for a second. To be fair, it's not the kind of thought pattern that you want to ever have to go through. No, like, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, hopefully we don't get to that stage in this country. But who yeah, knows? People are people are people are running out of war. Yeah, you're right, Emily. You're not wrong. We can't make no one starve. No one can't. No one can't die of thirst. You mean in, you mean in Palestine at the minute? The, yeah, the, yeah they've locked off water, food, yeah, aid, everything. They just. Like, and they're saying, well, if you want to go and help them, then you go and help them. Yeah, but it, we don't care about them. It, what? Yeah, it's kind of nuts actually, because the the um like that's a war crime. Like you can't deliberately target civilians. Like no, this is deliberately punitive of civilians. Now that what they say back to that is, well, Hamas surrounds themselves with civilians. So what are we supposed to do? Um, and again, like I don't. We don't know enough about this. I personally don't know enough about the situation on the ground to come down emphatically on either side of whether that statement is true or not. But I do know that um, what they're doing is is technically a war crime, and also the um, people like Ursula von der Leyen, you know, the president of the EU, and um, people like that were. Um, oh, she, she's one example. Um, I've seen basically condemning that behaviour when it was thought the Russians were going to do it to Ukraine and then coming out and saying, you can't do this, it's a war crime. This is like in the last 18 months, obviously, since the Ukraine war started. But when um, Israel say they're going to do it, she's there supporting it. So hang on, like, this doesn't make any sense. You have to it's all right when the people on your side, when, so when, when your side want to do it, then it's fine. But when the other side does it, it's a war crime. 
like you've got to apply some consistency here. Like, I mean, this is we, we, we're literally talking about war crimes. Like, we can't be like um, fast and loose with the definitions. Do you know what I mean? Just because it's inconvenient to you at this moment in time to actually stick to your supposed principles, you know, Miss Wonderland, or, or any any of any of you um, politicians on that side of the, the fence, basically. You know, they've all been they've all been you doing it. That, that picture for us for a minute. Yeah, you want to see this one? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there you go. Central banks find all sides of every war. They never lose. Yeah, they, no, they, they, they don't. Like, because they, they basically, um, it's a bit like if you were the casino and we're all, they're, they're the casino and we're all the gamblers in the casino. Like, ultimately, they always win. So they just got to keep the lights on and keep the players coming through the door, and they'll just, they'll just cream it. That's basically what central banking is. That's what the city of London is. It's a big casino. Lots of very dirty money in the city of London. Um, you know, and really those are the people that have benefited. Like even if you go like way back, um, if you look at, uh, so people talk about the opium wars, which was in the early 1800s, which was when the British Empire really kicked into gear, actually. Like, up until um, about 250 years ago, we were a sort of moderately successful European sovereign nation, like monarchy. and um, But no, not significantly more so than, than any other. Yeah. Uh, and then, but then basically the East India Company and the, the British sovereign tied up a deal in... Um, uh, uh, to to basically um, sell opium to the Chinese and to to to, to set up a um, a drug trade, and it was on the back of that that um, the the British Empire really kicked into gear and became like quite so big and and, and significant as it, as it as it as it as it was, and and the people that really benefited from that uh, were the East India Company, it was the corporations, and 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 the, the the you know that stuff like the the, the those those families, those um, those bank accounts, that, that that lineage, a lot of that really ancient stuff still sits right at the heart of the city. That's what it is. It's just like to, you know, for those people doing that. Fast forward in two hundred and fifty years, boom, there you are. You know, crazy. Yeah, that's what it is, man. That's what it comes from. Not all of it, but a lot of the city money comes from those sort of ancient. Malik says, um, the Scottish First Minister has a lot to say also, which Downing Street are not impressed with. Yeah. He's very gobby, that man. That's right. I don't we're like him. We're, 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 we're in times of good over evil, good versus evil. That's right. Yeah. That Claire, is, you're not wrong. That is, de- <clears throat> is de- that, is, that is definitely true, yeah. Puppet masters, you're not wrong, Divine. Big up yourself. Zadie, big up yourself on a check-in. Um... We have to get back to our thing because I had to call up. I had to call up a mother of a child that got killed the other day to give my condolences, and it was it was nice. Sorry to hear that. It wasn't nice. That's the last thing anyone wants to do, man. That's that's heartbreaking, bro. Yeah. To have to give, like, nah, man, it was heartbreaking, Bridget. And, and, yeah, I don't think, no, I don't think half of these young, young youths, them, understand what it's like when you have to go and say your condolences to a mother that you can clearly see this 
event has tore her world apart. There's no way to comfort her. There's not there. You know, like when you're looking at somebody, you need. There's no. There's no current words that is relevant. That is of any substance that you could say to that person at that time when they've lost their child. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. So yeah, big up yourself, Dean. Um, talking on trade, do you? Or Ben know anything about BRICS? Yeah. But Brazil, Russia, India, China. The BRICS nations. Okay, I was lost just then. I weren't even going to... I weren't going to front. Wait, hold on. I, <laughs> I weren't going to front. I was just lost straight away. Yeah. yeah. What's that about? Let's, let's, let's get into some of that. The BRICS, so basically, this was coined, the term was a guy, I'm going to get his name wrong, but I think it's Jim McDonnell. Big up yourself, Andy Chin, my big brother, man has enough respect, you know the style already. And he was a um, very senior guy at Goldman Sachs. Jim O'Neill, that's it, Jim O'Neill. Jim O'Neill. Who was the, uh, I'm going to, I'm pretty sure he was European chairman of Goldman Sachs. And ba- and and then basically, here he is, Lord O'Neill of Gatley. I think that's in Yorkshire. So he's a bit, bit, bit of a fella, um, and he basically coined the term. Um, it's an acronym, so it's BRIC. Stands for Brazil, Russia, India, and China. Uh, See, yeah. The four once rapidly developing countries that were thought to challenge the global economic power of the developed G seven G seven economies. Um, so he was a, uh, so no, he was chairman of Goldman Sachs Asset, Asset Management, and he was also part of the Tory government at some point as well. Um, and basically, they just did a whole bunch of um, ge- geopolitical, macroeconomic projections about, um, and, and a lot of it ultimately is to do with like demographics. You know, so like where the the, the the sort of the, the powerful growth comes from younger nations. You know, yeah. and the 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 um, for, for a whole bunch of reasons. Um, some of these other nations have, have got different demographics to us, like Brazil, India in particular. Um, Question. Do you think it's a threat on the US dollar? I, don't, I think the dollar's not, it's not worth the paper it's printed on. Basically, like the, they've printed so much of that money that it's basically, it, it, that's why there's so much inflation and, and we're going to see it here as well. You know, I don't, we've seen quite a lot of inflation, but I think it's going to get worse and they're doing a whole bunch of things to like make it worse. Hmm. mainly printing loads of it and giving it away to people um which just devalues it basically and and shutting the economic system down as well that was a big thing you know that never happened before in the whole of history and they did it in did it everywhere right did it in the US as well and then they printed i think i read somewhere that something like i'm sure it's something like 50% or maybe even more than that of of all of the dollars that have ever been printed have been printed in like the last 3 or 4 years like it's just like ridiculous and and he said the dollar is a debt note yes yeah it's a promissory note like you don't no so it's not not a promissory note what do they call it um it is uh the it is a um central bank liability like you you actually you borrow it from them like you don't really own it you borrow it in order to participate in their system meaning you have to share it around yeah you can't keep it you can't just have it to yourself 
Well, yeah, and also, well, particularly if you think about the way that they deal with notes in this country, like you, you can't have cash for more than like three or four years because they change the notes the whole time. So it, just, it doesn't actually just serve the basic function of being a store of value for a long period of time. Not, not like not like one time gone. Not after the big train robbery and all these things, mate. Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, Ronnie, Ronnie, Ronnie Biggs with a uh, with a yeah, yeah. It will spend. It will send you. Hold on, I will send you some bits. But actually, all right, say night, my sister, beer love and all. Money is almost obsolete. Assets are a winner, like gold, etc. Trust me. And yeah, I had a long conversation with someone who, who actually works in the city about um, money, and he doesn't think that you even need money at all. Yeah, you need you need products and services, and yeah. that's it. Like and, and skill. And skill, yeah, skill is really important because that's where all the product, that's where the value comes from. The skill, bro. Trust me. S coherent action. Skilled, skilled coherent action. And the more skilled and the more coherent it is, the more value you create. And that's what you've got to be doing. Yeah. Consistently. Putting in the work. Big up yourself, Realist J, on the check-in. Um, it's an IOU. All notes say, I promise to pay the bearer. Yeah. <laughs> And I hate to be the bearer of bad news. I don't know if they do anymore, because that's what it used to be. That's right. Because it used to be, because the whole point of it at the start was it was basically, this is worth a load of gold, but I don't want to carry a load of gold around with me. True. So, I, so basically, I've got, I've got a mate around the corner in the, in, in the city, and um, they keep my gold in their vault, and then they give me this bit of paper which says, don't worry, the gold exists. And if you come to this location we will give it to you and then basically everyone just got used to using the notes and then they just took the gold away and then it's still kind of running you know like um do you remember roadrunner you know yeah, you remember that yeah, cartoon yeah. like beep beep and he run off the, and the, the wily coyote would run off the edge of the cliff and his, his legs would still be spinning around yeah. but it'd be up in the air but like there'd be no there'd be no ground beneath him that's basically what i think the the, the banking system is at the minute it's basically like they've run off the edge of the cliff. The, the, the legs are still going there, really quickly. He thinks he's moving, but actually he's about to drop like, deesh, straight down, straight down to earth. But there's, the, 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 uh, that's one of their main control systems is, is, is the money, right? And, and people, people don't think of it like it's basically a technology platform that we use. And, um, you know, it's, it's, you get so used to it, like anything, particularly when you're sort of born into it, it just works and that's just, you just assume that that's how it's supposed to be. But like the way that it, it behaves and the sort of, particularly the mechanics of what the, the Bank of England is doing, can do, like how that's whole, the whole thing's governed. And, you know, that's just, again, like a franchise of the Bank of International Settlements. That's, that's the central bank of central banks. And then the Bank of England will be our one, and then the Federal Reserve in the US will be their one. And basically every country, I think, pretty much on earth is on the central bank system. Right? And facts. Yeah, and you just big facts. Yeah, man. And and and, and also they're, they're in the UK and same in Washington as well. I don't know exactly where the Fed is based. I'm pretty sure it would be in Washington DC, but um the Washington DC uh, the city of London and also Vatican City, like they are they are separate city states. Fire for them. Yeah, that are, that are separate. So, it's, so, it's actually, so the Bank of England is actually not in England. It's in the city of London, which is a separate state within England. That's true. And um, I, I actually think that we've been colonised by the city of London. That's a quite an, a, a useful way to think about like how our system is set up. We've been colonised by the city. And if you look at where all the um, 
and that's happened over centuries, right? But um, like the but the 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 British royals have to ask permission to go there. Like they're not allowed to go there, and obviously it's all very ornate and 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 um you know ritualistic. Okay, so hold on, Big Brother Andy asked the question. He said, in Africa, one currency was a true potential in the making with rec- with recently Gaddafi is is BRICS is BRICS attempting to create their own currency as well. Yeah, so the, the so Gaddafi was good question, bro. It's a real good question, yeah. And Gaddafi, Gaddafi, it's why they killed him, basically. It's because he, he right. um, uh, I think that was Obama who did that. Um, yeah. uh, basically, he was threatening to set up a, 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 I think he had like eight countries in North Africa, and basically there was going to be a gold-backed currency. It's like we don't want your central bank currency. We'll have our own currency, thank you. And then uh, they invaded, and he was. You know, dragged through the streets and all the kind of things that that, that happen when you you look like you're going to cross the central banks with the U.S. Army, Crazy. and so they so they were and and, and the, I don't know if BRICS are looking to do their own single currency. They might do, but then last year Putin did introduce a gold-backed ruble, which was a real spanner in the works for the, for the um the central bank digital currency yeah. um, people. That the, they were trying to push that, and they still are trying to push that as something that they want to be able to to to. What's, what, to what's that about? Though? Central bank digital currency. So basically, it's, it's no, we know about central bank digital currency, but yeah, what, what was that you just said? The gold back ruble. Yeah, yeah. So basically, so it's it, it's it's a it's a it, it's a it's a ruble <laughs> being the the Russian currency. But it behaves in the way that money used to. I.e., you could take your gold back ruble and go and get some gold for it, and they'd okay. actually honour it. Okay. Yeah, and he's they basically spent a load of money getting the gold to to back that. Um. So, uh, and 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 that's at a time when CBDC is like the ultimate. It's the worst possible platform that mm. you could that you Find could. Unless you're like you're a, you're a tyrannical dictator politician type then you'd love it because you can just use it to manipulate and control people and and it's, it's ridiculous really it's like it's all it's all geared to to make the people who run the system more powerful that's the only reason that the cbdc exists there's no you can't explain it in any other way like there's no benefit to it, it no <laughs> at no, 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 all no, no. for it's, us it's it's it's, it's um it's basically not sitting in limbo what was i say just stagnant you're just stagnant with it you ain't going nowhere yeah and they can they can you know like all sorts of crazy things like it's, it's a bit more like um if if money was you know when you go to um you know when you go to disneyland and you get disney dollars never been and you, well i haven't either <laughs> but but i don't know but you, but you know what i'm saying like Fire yeah right, right. no man, I'm, I'm with you um but the um but you understand the principle right like it's like it's not it's fun money that's right and and when and the next time you go, it probably won't work because like it will be like it'll have an expiration date on it. Like you have to use it that season that or something. It's like drinks tokens, maybe. Right. Like when you're in a club, it's like, well, you can come back next week, but we're not going to take them ones. Or festivals. They look different this time. It's like festivals. Yeah, like exactly. Yeah, and but 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 that's basically what the money. And they're trying to tell you that that's money. It's like that's not money. That's like a that's like a child's version of it that you know we use for a very basic function. But like, I'm not going to like lay down. Imagine if you could if you if all of the drinks tokens that you didn't ever drink that you could put them down and that would have like a residual long term value. Of like no, that's <laughs> ridiculous bear, to say got, that. You know what I mean? Yeah, all those wristbands from all yeah. those festivals actually they're, they're you know you can exchange them for gold. And the wristbands have still got money on it. 
Yeah, they, right. They got, they got the little barcodes on them now where you have to, you got to put your money on, spend your money, get the money converted yeah. onto your, your barcode. Yeah. Then anything in the festival you want to buy, you tap. Yeah, and then and then whatever you don't spend at the end, they keep. Then them ones. It coming like they refund your thing back to their system. Yeah. Because you can't spend it nowhere else, and there ain't another event until whenever they decide. Yeah, to, yeah. It's really a setup. Yeah, there you go. Exactly, and that's and that's you know. So monopoly, that's, monopoly, monopoly. And they can Definitely. just they can just turn you off and on whenever they want, and um, it's just it's just the worst of all worlds, and that's what they're pushing for, right? And and and. You know, um, Rishi Sunak's father-in-law, mm. he, he founded or what was one of the founders of a massive Indian technology company called Infosys. And Infosys okay. built the social credit system and digital currency system for India. It's the biggest deployed system on earth. He built it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right, right exactly. And so... Obviously, that's what he's... And he, and he introduced Bitcoins, what they called it at the time, when he was Chancellor. So it's basically, he's been leading out the, the, the conversation on, on CBDC for three, four years now. Mm-mm. And, you know, obviously, don't really circumspect about the fact that a lot of his family wealth is tied up in the implementation of these systems. And they are basically slave systems. You know, like they, 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 they're purely designed to allow the people running the, the system, running those platforms, maximum control and ability to manipulate the people, that are the, the, the users of the system, without any real upside to them at all. And that's what they're pushing. And um, That's crazy. Isn't it? And that's just, that's in, that's just in banking. Right? You know, because they're doing broadly similar stuff everywhere else as well. Right? It's not just in finance. It's, it's everywhere in the system. Because it all integrates ultimately into one thing. Hmm. Going back to bartering for services and goods. Yeah. Like trading, various um, spendings. You're right, you know, big bro. You're right, man. It's all about trade. Big up yourself, Jones. You're on. You're on to the money. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, because you don't really, you don't actually want the money necessarily. You want the thing that it would be able to, you'd be able to get with it. That's at the, all times. The, yeah, exactly. You at, all, want, at all times. Yeah, you want a liquid market where you can access the stuff that you want. Whatever and the, the money's almost secondary. Unless, I mean, the, the, you, you do want to be able to store value somehow. Big up yourself, Luke. Manners and respect, brother. Um, no, nah, man, honest, man. You see, like, how it's Black History Month as well. Yes. Because um, you can't forget that it's Black History Month, you know. Just the one month. Just the one month, my brother Ben. You know the thing. We, we reason about this all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Big up my brother, you know. He's not a joker. He's a serious man. Big up Ruben, man. Um, what do you think about Black History Month, my bro? What do I think about yeah, it? What's your take on Black History Month? Well... <laughs> you think it's a slap in the face or what? I think it's, it's a very complicated one, basically. So, first of all, I feel like... Um, this word black gets used all the time mm-hmm. and actually it doesn't it, it's so vague that it actually doesn't really mean anything because you know like I was I was on the on the tube on the way over to meet you earlier mm-hmm. and there were these three fellows who got on and they clearly like I think they were like West African 
and they were chatting away to each other a language I didn't understand the language at all and they'd got a certain way about them they're definitely African man and they had just arrived right they literally like they're, they're very, very clearly like not been in the country a long time at all and they got a way about them and a, the, the, a way of presenting and, and, and being about themselves and I was looking at them and thinking okay you guys you're having a nice little Sunday call and I was looking at them thinking your day to day like your, 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 your mannerism your language your mentality like everything is so remarkably different to for example like a second or even like a third generation jamaican immigrant who's been who's born here who's, maybe their parents were born here like the and you know like the the idea that you can just lump all of those people together into one thing it's no it's nonsense it doesn't make any sense and that's like that's Can't just one that. example in in on my way down here on the tube but it's like when you dig into it it's like no that's 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 everything. You've got an entire continent, which could, I suppose, be categorised as black. You know, the the African continent, um, but the, the which is huge, geographically huge, and you know, even just on on a random Tuesday is extraordinarily diverse. But then you're going to throw history in as well. Yeah, so it's not just what's happening now; it's what's happened at any point in the past. It's like you can't just sum it all up into one thing and cram it into a ten of sardines. Yeah, and then it's like, a m- and it's a month. And but in reality, it's like, okay. Well, that's not going to work, is it? Because it's a, not least because history is ongoing as well, right? So like, it's not. It's, and this, all right, cool. So it's not like everybody else has got a history month. Well, no, it's, that's the other it's thing. Just, it's just one race that's got a history month, and it's not like there's new bits of the history that we're learning about that we didn't know about. They were regurgitating the same old stories that mm-hmm. they taught generations. Come on. Yeah, and a lot of it is, um, a lot of the content is very politically charged. Mm. And, and it's like, oh, no, no, we want you to think this and we want you to think in a certain way. And um, to be vexed, actually, like a lot of it is about creating vexatious feelings in in people and and telling them that they've been subjugated and that's all that they've ever known and all that kind of thing it's like that's not it's not universally true man it's just it isn't and and it's it's kind of insulting really actually like the whole the whole thing gets turned into like a political football and yeah. um yeah i don't know man like I, I find it i find it quite i find it quite odd and also it's, it's a bit like you know that the police term isn't it ic3 yeah if that's what I feel. That's when I hear the word black. That's generally what I think of. It's like it's it's like a um, racist categorization from the system. Because you know what? When I think about it, we we probably didn't even know what black meant until we was told what black meant. Because we had no reason to look at each other and say, "Oh, you're black," or we knew that we were black. What, what's the label of black? <laughs> who well, was just living with the hell yeah and also you know like what people say white so, and, and and people will probably look at me and go that's a white man but I don't sit here thinking I'm white I think I'm Ben Rubin I'm an individual that's right and there are infinite multi-dimensional possibilities within each human being they always put the, the white Ben yeah my, my white my, my, my white mate oh, no. <laughs> or my black friend Patrick <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> it's so awful man 
It's so awful. It's your friend, isn't it? Like, it's not yeah, your, it's exactly. Not just your friend, though, is it? Like, it, it, exactly, exactly. I'll tell you what is interesting. I, so they do, they, they have had, I, I work in the library quite a lot, and they mean, they have, they've had um, Black History Month like, display out, and I was looking at one of the, some of them books I'd just look at and think, nah, like, I don't, like, Lenny Henry, like, whatever, mate. Like, I don't need to know your history in the context of, like, this whole narrative. But then I did find one book, which basically had like um, sick old castles in um, in different African countries. Yeah. And I only had to flick through it for about 30 seconds. I, I, I've been meaning to, I thought I'm going to remind myself to go and have another look at it um, this, this week because uh, it looked really interesting. And basically there were lo- loads of old castles in, in these African countries that really kind of look a lot like our old medieval forts, yeah. you know. So it's like, you don't really hear about this. And obviously all of these nations have got um, you know these the these sort of um, architectural history, and obviously then the societies that would have existed around them, and all of the kind of the depth and all of the the kind of the the um, the you know the the, the culture and the, mm. the, the 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 stuff that surrounded that, and you don't hear about that at all. You won't. Mm. You won't. I wouldn't even know, really know where to, where to go to get that information, and it's uh, you know, and, and and that's like. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, we're saying lit up for Eid. Kids get the day off school. Yeah. Get nothing for love. Mm. Mm. Different cultures, same skin. Fair. Far too many areas to cover in one month. Thank you, sis. You know the choppings. Yeah, exactly. They should call it thank you for making Britain great and allow a month of free tickets for everything for black people. Uh, big up yourself, Emily. That would never happen though, but yeah. Love this live show, King. Very interesting and informative. Big up yourself, my big brother, Five Old Man, has enough respect every time. You know the style already. They are going put in the work, man. Yeah, can we put this up? Of course we can. So I saw this on the tube. Yeah, this is a this is like what I don't, I don't get this. This is at the Welcome Collection, and the Welcome Collection is um, if you're not familiar with it, it's part of the Welcome Trust, which was a, a massive endowment. Like the guy that um, uh, had a big. Um, pharmaceutical company earned a load of money and then put that created this thing called the welcome trust to promote the the to promote um the interest of science i guess kind of broadly and they have that this massive building up on euston road called the welcome collection and they've got this thing um called genetic automata and and it is four films exploring science race and identity and the thing about science is i don't think it's got anything to do with race and identity like it's just science. Like you, 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 you're analysing the physical world, and um, I don't know. I find it really kind of strange that you get. It's like they try and force it into the conversation, like everywhere, all the time. It's like it's not necessary to do this. There's also a lot of really weird symbolism on this poster as well, which I, I thought was kind of crazy, like the eyes and the the the. Um, the kind of pharaonic Egyptian type scenario going on here. I, I think, I think, I big up my big brother, um, 
Big up five oh manners and respect. I'm I'm literally looking for this guy right now and I've just found something. I think I wanna play this. I want to see Wagwan. I've never heard of this artist before, but you're saying that he's he's singing about what we we're really debating about. So let me just get some feedback on this one. Tell me what you think, peeps. Big up yourself five oh for the info on this one. Let's give it a little listen. See what I go on. Welcome to the world, baby boy. I'll paint you red and white and blue. The indoctrination starts as soon as you come out the womb. Pretty quick, we'll make you stupid with curriculums at school. And if the classroom doesn't do the trick, we'll make you watch the news. Pick your team, right or left. Pick the red pill or the blue. You can vote, but even if you win, still everyone will lose. Don't forget to buy designer because Gucci makes you cool. We prioritize material belongings over truth. Get a job that you can't stand so you can buy some cans of food. Go overseas and die for freedom. There's some oil we can use. Our democracy exists so that you think that you can choose. But our algorithms make you do what we want you to do what's the problem you're depressed society has you confused we got medication for you that you'll probably abuse go get married to a lady who also don't have a clue and pump out a few babies that are just the same as you welcome to the system everyone's a victim doesn't matter if you're black or white it hates you all here inside the system violence is a symptom fighting for what's right but somehow everyone is wrong welcome to the system everyone's a victim doesn't matter if you're black or white it hates you all here inside the system violence is a symptom fighting for what's right but somehow everyone is wrong Welcome to the world, baby girl. I'll paint you pink if that's okay. We'll encourage self-destruction through the music that you play. We divided out of men by trying politics and race. And honestly, it's working awesome. So for you, we'll do the same. Never teaching you. Peeps, Ewa, I can't play too much of that because I don't want to strike my video. Then I know I'm alive, get striked. But I just want to play a little piece of it so you want to know if it is going to look for that artist there. Tom McDonald. Check him out. That one there is called The System. Um, yeah, man. He he was like the most successful independent artist. That's right. In like over the past few years, he I can't I, I'm not going to get the exact statistics on it, but he was getting like number one on iTunes. Rather, he's sitting on twenty million on this on this one yeah. song twenty million a year ago. Like, he's doing bits, bro. Yeah, yeah, he's he's doing bits. Yeah, and he's definitely he's definitely saying a lot of the right things. The, the thing is, though, there's a lot of people like that who've who've been put put to the forefront, and um, you have to you just have to maintain awareness around them. Basically, you mm. know, no no blind trust. That's right. That's the thing. You know, people get put forward as as um, leaders in a thing, and. Um, as long as they're saying the right stuff and everything's above board and going in the right direction, then, then you know, agree with them. If you agree with them, agree with them. But if you don't agree with them, then don't just blindly follow along, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Don't and be a yes man. Exactly, yeah. And no on that. You know, the whole point of um, a lot of the problems we're in, really, because people just gone along with whatever this person, that person's saying because they, like, put them up on a pedestal in some way and it's like, no. <laughs> mm. It's entirely possible that person does not have your best interests at heart, you know, even though they're saying some things that resonate with you right now. But, yeah, he's been he's, he's been quite interesting to watch, actually, that guy. While, while we're talking about music, I think I'm going to play this song because I think it's a very relevant song right now. I think this song definitely should get played. I want to big up the OBF family. And definitely just taking this mystical vibes there for a second, my people. Mm. 
in a the dark. They had no love in a the heart. Yeah. Whoa. Saying I this your time. Don't want to cry. I don't want to cry. In a this year time, get a youth blind in a this year time. No respect life in a this year time. War and crime, the people them don't want to fight. Let me tell ya, in a this year time, get a youth blind in a this year time. No respect life in a this year time. War and crime, the people them don't want to fight. Get a youth them in a this street. Them start kill for eat. I took down them brother fit them shoes on them feet. Them mumma they a yard. A ball and a weep. Fear son get an eternal sleep. Something of a change. Start me a range. When I want hear them talk. Them devil too strange. Me see where them a walk. Me put them in a range. Angel a get it soon. Call them names. Sing again. Get on youth blind in a this year time. No respect life in a this year time. War and crime. The people them don't want to fight. Let me tell ya in a this year time. Get on youth blind in a this year time. No respect life in a this year time. War and crime. The people them don't want to fight. Check. In a this short time, it's not fine. Babylon around on the youth all the time. And your mama frightened if call 999. Caution, know them a commit them crime. Them a man on the youth, them same time. And people are taking them for a film crime. Kill a fool of me, I've taken from my mind. Oh, you can't see and you all are act blind. Oh, you still a search and still you can't find the truth. Don't misguide the ghetto youth. The army, they are ready for rise and shoot. The army, they are ready for rise and. I mean, what is that them a recruit? They get a youth. Them same one tongue round and one shoot. Don't make me put on me three piece suit. And right on the gun, they come out and they move. Get a youth blind in a this year time. No respect life in a this year time. War and crime. The people them don't want to fight. Let me tell ya in a this year time. Get a youth blind in a this year time. No respect life in a this year time. War and crime. The people them don't want to So I'm saying my people in addition time, holy patting's not straight. So we got to make songs about stuff and stick to the times, you get me? And be relevant with the times of what's going on. So big up Ira, big up Charlie P, my brother, big up the OBF family, big up the all of my Paris family, you don't know it's all love. In this year time, 
All we need to do right now is unite. Big up Auntie Love, Novlet. Big up yourself, man, as I respect Auntie. Be a love, you know, you know the style already. Bianca, big up yourself. Alan Wilson, big up yourself. Kareen, big up yourself, man, as I respect and good evening. Oh, my peeps. Hold on. You know you have some things you want to show, innit? Come on, let's get let's get that, that screen up there. Let's see what I'll go on. This oh. one. What are you saying? Let me see. Let me see. Put it on a big screen, whatever you're going to put. Where's he going? Right, I'll just say you're gone. Yes, I've seen this. The voice. What's that all about now? So, proud to be black, but not British. So, this is part of the uh, Black History Month print edition. And they put this poll in there, which is like, yeah, proud to be black, but not British. So, just and one in ten blacks in Brit, proud to be Britain. Yeah. Yeah, but what 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 is there to be proud about? <laughs> well, what, what What is great? There's nothing great <laughs> about Britain or British being British anymore. Everything's upside down. What was great about it before, if there, there was, was anything? There was nothing great about it. It's just that they always used to say Great Britain. Yeah? They used to say Great Britain, bro. From a child growing up, that's what I used to always hear. Oh, Great Britain. Oh, no, especially, no, not, maybe they never used to say that. It, more, more Caribbean parents used to say, yeah, man, Great Britain. You know what I'm saying? So it was always regarded amongst our, the, as the youths and amongst our, people, our elders as Great Britain. Bro, there's nothing great about this place. There's never been nothing. It was a damp, grey place as far as I'm concerned. Really? Yeah. I love this country, man. I, yeah, well, there's things I love about it, bro. But at the same time, there's a hell of a lot of stuff that I don't like about it. I like the weather as well. But maybe there's something I, I, about... I don't like the weather, Ben. Let's get let's get to that. Because right now, Ben... Hold on, where we at? Hold on, where we at? We're over here. Ben, I don't like the weather. Ben, I can't like the weather. Ben, <laughs> we're never ever going like the weather, brother. Gives me chills, man. I, I, like, it was thrashing it down with rain yesterday and I was looking out the window going, yes. <laughs> I love it. De- definitely, my big brother. <laughs> Remember, be careful who you call role models because many are many of models, many are models playing a role. Yeah, be careful who you call role models because many are models playing a role. Yeah, that's definitely true. Facts, big facts. That's definitely true. That, that 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 it made me kind of sad when I when I saw that. To be honest with you, and because um, you know I I'm very proud of this country and I love being English. I don't really see myself as British. British is another thing, you know. Um, a bit like we were talking about with the with the like the, the black moniker as well. You know, like the the um the England and Scotland and Wales and Ireland are actually like they're, they're very distinct from each other. I, my sister said we should be proud of that, Holland. Yeah, but we fought for years to get black British on application forms and stuff. We should be proud of that, of course. But at the same time, there's many more. There's a hell of a lot more that we've done in this place. And just the fact that I don't feel like the acknowledgement is there is why I don't feel like I belong in a place like this. And worse, when you see like uh, the forms has gone from just being like, black british to other to this there's just like there's a i think four different bits black caribbean black black caribbean black african black I, I, there was a few of them and i'm like 
bruv, they, they sh- this shouldn't even be like this, bruv. Why should an application specify who the hell we are? You should just have your name, your date of birth. We're applying for the job. We're healthy. We ain't got no limbs missing. What the hell's wrong? What can't we just apply that way? Ain't that the rightful way to apply? Yeah, right. Like, there's, yeah, they shouldn't be asking that question at all, really. And and it is, it's the system. Is when you have to interact with um, a lot of the government stuff. Like a lot of that stuff gets driven out of the state, basically. That's and, right. and the state is really racist. That's right. Because you know it has terms like we were saying before, like IC three, IC two, IC one. Like they're basically just ways for them to, because they don't know you, they just know that you look a bit like that, mm. you know. Because they're like over there in a control tower, looking down on the population. And it's just like them ones and them ones, but they don't actually know you as an individual, really. You know, it's crazy. Big bro says um, prayers up for the children, for a better mindset, better than the parents and previous generations. Definitely, my bro. Yeah, definitely. That's why we always said we wanted to guide a new generation to a new way of thinking and not wait, not our old school way that we knew always brought us to dead ends. Um, for sure, man. Um, go on, on the f- because they didn't want to accept us as British. Yeah. Um, love the weather and whoever. <laughs> no, I, I can't do the cold though. That's the only thing I'm frightened because the most of my money gets spent on heating gas yeah in the winter time. whoa gas bro yeah I'll, I'll, I'll sit in my car and burn 10 pound petrol just sit in there because i need to warm up and i gotta face the fears of my fears and i don't want to bust the car door bro i'm scared you know about that winter one yeah you probably walk out in shorts <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah i don't know like shorts and shirt. I've got Scandinavian blood in me though, so yeah, I'm a bit I'm a bit Viking. Well, sometimes I'm envious as well because I would like to go out and be able to jog out there and do the do's, but bro, yeah, I ain't got that kind of yeah, you know what I mean? One little piece of breeze hit me, bruv. Yeah. I'm like, zip right up. Lucky I ain't got my coat on right now. It's only true way. It's not nice even been that cold in the spot. past couple of decades, man. Like it used, to, it used to be a lot colder. You know when the Thames used to freeze over? Yeah. You go back a few hundred years, they had like a mini ice age and yeah. the Thames would freeze over. Well, people would be skating on that. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, they'd be, yeah, they'd be like, t- taking horse-drawn carts up and down. It's crazy. Like, yeah, of course. Luke, big up yourself. Luke says, I'm a winter person. I love it. Yeah, yeah me too, man. I'm, listen, I ain't gonna lie. I'm a tropical, I'm a tropical, tropical baby. I really do with the sun. I need it. Without it, I feel like I'm just gonna, yeah, I can't really function too well. I'm not gonna lie, so... Don't think I'm here trying to, um, yeah, I'm not here to live a lie. I will tell the truth at all times. Were you born here? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know where I was born? Would you move somewhere else? Huh? Would you move somewhere else? Would you have you thought about it properly? Like, I would, I've, I would live in many different places. Yeah? Yeah, I feel Would like, it be, you prefer somewhere hot though? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, definitely, definitely. You travelled around, man. Like, well, you, you showed me that video of you in, in, doing a tour in Australia and Asia. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you, you've been all around the world, right? Not all around the world, but I've been quite a few places, to be fair, but I ain't been all around the world. There's many places I would love to go still. Yeah. Uh, still a hell of a lot of places. Latin America, that's where I want to go. I want to go over this ASAP. Yeah. Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I went to Mexico once and I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, it was real good. And I was like, oh, wow, there's a whole continent down here. I've not been down this bit yet. And uh, that was about, it was a while ago now, actually. Obviously, they had the whole lockdown thing, which, which stopped people moving about. Um, but yeah, I want to go see that. I, I remember, what, I remember Angel K 
came back and told me a bag of things about Mexico. Mexico's ton up still. Yeah, it's good. It's good. All right, so we stayed in we stayed in this place um, called Tulum, yeah. and uh, on the resort there was no locks on the rooms. Any of the rooms? You was alright with that. Well, no, we got there and I was like, what the fuck, what's going on? Because you kind of know, it, it's, well, I don't know, like, you go Asia, like, there's locks on, you know, you, you're locking up your stuff, do you know what I mean? Like, particularly, we, we, you come away on a nice holiday and you've got all the, you know, garms and like, all sorts of stuff. Like, there was a safe in there, but not like a massive safe. But they just left it open. I went down to the front desk and I was like, the, wh- wh- where'd you put the padlock and that? And they're just like, no, don't worry. There's no crime here. And basically, the cartels run it, okay. and they and it's enforced by them, basically, because they don't want to scare off the the the, 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 the tourists and the people coming. There's a lot of people from like from, from, a, from New York a, and LA coming there because it's like a few hours away for them. That sounds like a Dada, a Dada situation, bro. Yeah. That's what Dada's used to do. When man used to go to Jamaica, bro. When people used to go to Jamaica, you wouldn't get robbed, bro. People weren't just getting lift up and kidnapped or any funny stuff because. Dons were in place to make sure that, listen, we need the tourists, food off run, and people need to be safe, yeah? And the minute that, you see, that's what they knew what they were doing when they got rid of Dadas. They knew they would disrupt the whole of Jamaica and it would create a thousand more new Dons that are Who not... Dadas? I've not heard that name before. No. No. Christopher Dadas Cope. He is um, an elder of, of the... Um, the um, Tivoli Gardens yeah. community. And him along with, there was another Don as well called Zeke's. And between the two of them used to run the whole of Jamaica. Right. And they they were more powerful than the government of Jamaica. The yeah. people listened to them more than they would ever listen to the government. So yeah. they had to find ways to get out both men. And they did. It's just one of them sad... You know what I mean? When, when was Jim it? Brown, Jim Brown's son, yeah. And when was this? This is recent. This is like oh, not, not so recent, but about in, within the last ten years, I think. Is that a son? Yeah, no, the last is. ten, eleven years. How long has Dada's been away now? About ten years now. Yeah. Oh, hey, that's fascinating. I need to go and find out more about that. Yeah. The other one that got um got murdered was Peter Tosh, isn't it? Yeah. And he said so he was a very powerful voice. Of course. But you see, because we're... Rebellious see, voice. Rebellious voice. Yes. Um, they will try to get rid of you as quick as possible when you're rebellious and uncontrollable in their eyes. Yeah, right, okay. So then, so that therein tells you yeah. how things actually run that's right. in Jamaica. Right. And, and actually, and, and everywhere else as well, but that's a very specific example. And I remember you told me that... Um, is it the Jamaican dollar? Go on. Printed by the Bank of England. There you go. Right. So that 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 is that's basically a. Um, that's why they always a, stay a, in debt. It's a slave system. It's a, it's, a, it's, it's, debt, a, it's a system of slavery. Can't get out of it because you're not printing your own money. Yeah. How can somebody else print your money? Yeah. Exactly. And and um, I heard that from you, and I remember thinking, wow, okay, that's fascinating because they make all this big fanfare about independence and the end of colonialism and all that kind of stuff. But if they print your money, then all of that is still in place. 
it doesn't it doesn't matter like they, they can they can say all the things that they're saying and you can have like a nice day to celebrate your thing and your flag and you know like that's 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 all good and you Stop, should man. right but like they still kind of got you under the boot and um you know this is what the french have been doing across a lot of um a lot of africa you know like the uh, it's still now you know like it's not like this is an old thing like this is it's some um, sort of economic um colonialism is has been going on forever and and they're still at it today you know of course and 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 then you get people like macron coming out and talking about our oh, diversity and you know you know equity and, and all this stuff it's like yeah but you you're a slave like you're a slave driver yeah, you see what I'm saying my big bro says, overseers in a slave system. My big bro says the Bank of England prints most of the global currency king. See, I wasn't even aware of that, but you know what? You see, for me, certain things for me are like, wow, how can you allow another country to print your money? That's confusing. All right, cool. So they made you valuable. They 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 gave you the value that you have. <clears throat> On in other words, Nikki. Big up the full Ashanti yard, yard family. Big up Sasha. Big up the full team. You know the thing. Um, even the f- the fact of finding out that Ray and nephew that we all love so much is not owned by a black person. Hey, I'm confused. I thought that was owned. I was thought that was Jamaica based, Jamaica owned. What the frick is going on there? It's not. That's confusing. So. A lot, a lot of things that we love and we like and we think is being marketed to us like it's something authentic is really not no more. The pattern's been sold because somebody, whoever created it, sold it on a long time ago and someone else is reaping the benefits. Um, I don't... I, I stopped drinking a year ago. Yeah. Yeah, and it's been like the best thing ever for me. The well, thing that's helped me out the most. Drinking, yeah. Drinking's not even a great thing. It's only like an occasional thing to have an odd drink, but I don't really like drinks because every every event that I've been to, not every, but majority of events that I've been to and seen the best of characters in 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 a normal state, behaviour, like respectable, and then a few cups later. Yeah. It's a whole different because some human people being. some people go dark, mate. Bruv, whole different yeah, human yeah. being bridging. So I was I was I was um I was with a mate of mine and um we were in Hackney Downs mm. and uh, I was, we were just chilling, just me and him. And it's a be- beautiful day, real nice sunny day. And he was like, in the, he, I was really, really just appreciating his company. He was just being like proper, like positive vibe. Like he was just in a really good mood and I was really enjoying hanging out with him. Like just, it was, it just, I felt good. And then basically he got a bottle of Ray and uh, started drinking. And within about two hours, he'd gone from being like the nicest guy ever to being Worst this, this, guy. this like dark demon type. <laughs> it was, it was, it was, Worst it was guy. remarkable, man. It was like, it was big, yeah, it was like the big, the, the biggest change that I've seen in someone in like, and, and it was down to the boots basically. Like, I think it does that to some people, you know, like, does. Definitely does. Yeah, it just sends sends people down. It's not for everybody, man. Drink no. it, drink. Yeah, drink, kill your spirit. You see it there? Yeah. yeah that's why it's called spirit. It's, it's all right to have a little glass of wine while you're eating. A glass of water beside it. Nice and neat. And a basket full of bread to soak it up a little bit. Sensible. That's sensible drinking. 
know what I mean? But you start doing all this wild stuff, like me sometimes, when I mix three different spirits together and then, you get me? But I just have little odd drinks. I'm not a drinker. <laughs> you can't see me drinking day to day. That's why I can have bottles of drinks sitting around and I'm all right. But yeah, man, it's, it's really... You just said mixing your drinks and it made me like feel a little bit sick. Yeah. That's a good thing, man. Like, I've completely you know, you just, left you it. you just got a weak belly, man. What are you talking about? I feel sick, bro. <laughs> no, but that next day thing when you've had like three or four different types of spirits and you just feel like haggard. No, I don't, I don't miss yeah. that. I can tell you. I not, know it Not at all. But, then, but like, a lot of music stuff's tied in with that. Like music and alcohol like go hand in hand, don't yeah, they? Go, so it's just quite like ganja and music goes hand in hand, bro. Yeah. Well, I think they go better. There you go. I think Gandhi music go better, but you... Because but there's you, but, but, wisdom and knowledge to be had. Yeah. With the overstanding, with the Gandhi. All Reasonings. of that. All of that. Um, but that's illegal, obviously. So they don't want you to do that one. Of course not. What was it? As Bob Marley said that, wasn't it? Like, weed is the, the healing of the nation and alcohol is like the ruination of the nation or something like that. Dean, big up yourself, my big brother, Dean. Bear love, you know. Said he's gonna go and cook her food, you know. I love that, my family. Bear love, you know, man has a respect plus enough tax dean. You know the thing already. Big up yourself, Zadie. Big up yourself, um, Divine. Um, and everybody else over on the YouTube, man has enough respect plus enough tax. As you can see, we're wrapping up. We're just rolling up to the nine o'clock mark. And you're done, no. Big up my big brother, Andy Chin, you know. This is the Godcast. Um, Anthem tune where Afi player. Every Sunday that tune Afi player. And the Godcast runs every Sunday from 7 p.m. live. We are not pre-recorded. We definitely do like to be there for our people and make that time to hold the reasonings. You get me? Because it's important that we, we are up to speed with the knowledge that we have. I don't believe that one should have all the knowledge and the rest should be searching. The minute that we find knowledge, we should share. You know what I mean? One hand don't clap. So we need to, you know what I mean? One one full basket, one one cork or full basket. So I guess I'll witting the people. Um, I'm gonna leave you guys with my big brother's tune, as you know how my thing set already. Yeah, Zimmy. Big up everyone. I hope everyone has a great start to the week for tomorrow. Um, I know there's a lot of stuff happening in in society at the moment, socially, social, networkly, and in reality. But stay positive, man. Stay positive. Keep them positive boots on your feet. You get me? Yeah, man. Not, things can't be that bad. It's going to get better. It can only get better if we link up and unify as one. It won't get no better no other way. You see what I'm saying, my people? So that's the, that is it. The moral of the story is unity. Um, I want to say thank you for, for um, Ruben passing through and being my guest for tonight. You don't know the thing already. Man, as I enough respect my brother, my brother, my brother from another mother. Don't know the thing already. We now go around the thing is one family. Um, my people, stay safe. If you can't be good, be careful. If you can't be careful, um, stay in your yard. You know my <laughs> you know my style already. You know we now go around the thing. So yeah, you know my thing, peeps. Let me just keep it as clean and just like this. Yeah, Rastafari, Eilis, Selassie, rules and reigns over all living things. He don't dwell it in the secret place of the Most High God, should the might and the shadow of the Almighty. I will say, God bless a sound like Arrow Syndicate sound, with youth like DJ Yellow, not nice, I'm Idrin Carl, Killer P. 
Big up all Stockwell and Bricks and Massive, you don't know, so we are kick off a sound boy face. I know you and the chin say, run things. There will be weeping, there will be wearing, and an ashing of tea. Till I rose in the kitchen, they appear. And what you gonna do? And where you gonna run? So they will be killing. God will be spilling It just not go Till I roll syndicate town They appear And what you gonna do And where you gonna run to Weeping one wailing Said a gnashing of teeth, weeping and wailing. Your test killer be a get defeat. Yeah, Rastafari, Eilis, Elastic, Rules, and Reigns of all living things. He don't dwell it in the secret place of the most high God should abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say job bless a sound like Arrow Syndicate sound with youth like DJ Yellow, not nice and Igen Carl. Kill up here. Big up all stackwell and bricks and massive. You don't know so we are kick off a sound boy face. I know and the chin say run things. Element of surprise. There will be weeping. There will be wearing. And an ashing of tea Till I rose in the kitchen They appear And what you gonna do And where you gonna run So they will be killing Blood will be spilling It just not go Till I rose in the kitchen, they appear. And what you gonna do? And where you gonna run to? Weeping, one wailing. I said a gnashing of teeth. Weeping, one wailing. Your test killer be a get defeat. Weeping, one wailing. And a gnashing of teeth Weeping, what a wailing You test not nice, you get defeat Here we'll be fighting Every son will be backbiting It just now go heaves Till our rose in the kitchen They appear what you gonna do? And where you gonna run? So there will be wars, rumors of wars. There won't be no peace till I rose in the kitchen. 
their pair And what you gonna do And where you gonna run to Ja Rastafari